Hi, I'm Whitney Lee, founder of Socially PR and Digital Media. And for over a decade, I've been creating and executing marketing and PR plans for businesses all over the U.S. I'm obsessed with helping entrepreneurs bring their big ideas to life and most importantly, boost their bottom line. The Socially Relevant Podcast is a resource to give you clarity, ideas, and inspiration that you can actually apply to marketing your business. So you won't find any overwhelming tech talk here. We're breaking down all the details in a way that's fun and easy to understand, giving you tangible ways to take action. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, I hope you are having a great week. I'm excited to chat with you today because this episode is going to be a little bit different uh, than what we're usually talking about. We're still going to be talking about PR this week, but on a different spin. Um, So this episode is for anyone out there who is wanting to work in PR. This kind of inspired me because um, every time this time of year or every year around this time of year, May, June, you've got a lot of graduations and I get a lot of resumes from people who are graduating college. And of course, they're looking for their first gig. I 100% remember those days. Uh, So I actually have a soft spot for these like new graduates. Um, And I also sit on the uh, executive board for the Florida Public Relations Association. And for the past two years, my role has been VP of Student Services, overseeing all 15 of their student chapters throughout the state of Florida. Uh, So these, you know, it's kind of like a PR group when you're in college, you know, they do networking um, events, they have speakers come in and talk to them, they have resume workshops and things like that. So uh, even outside of my role with FPRA, I have been speaking to student groups for years, and I honestly really, really enjoy it. Uh, it's just fun, you know, like it's chatting with these young people and they're, you know, reaching this point where they're getting ready to graduate and they have no clue what to do. I guess I just remember that feeling so much and wishing I had somebody that would help advise me that, I don't know, I've, I just kind of have a soft spot for it. And I really enjoy helping these students figure out like what on earth comes next So every time I have a a student group that I speak to, gosh, during COVID, I was doing a ton of virtual speaking because I had a lot of, not a lot of free time, but I had some more free time on my hands than I would usually have. Uh, And so I just like reached out to some, you know, PRSA groups and FPRA groups and uh, did a lot of virtual speaking. So I started asking the students the same question in every single uh, speaking engagement to see what they would say. And I would always say, what is the number one skill you need if you want to work in PR? And I actually would take it a little bit further and say, this skill has been incredibly challenging for me to find this in somebody who is, you know, like job candidates, people who come to me and they're under about the age of 30 This skill set is so hard to find, but it's the number one thing that you need to work in PR so that I always get the same responses. A lot of them say like, you know, the inability to talk to people on the phone, which is valid. Um, However, that's not the answer. Um, Personal communication, maybe looking people in the eye outgoing, you know, like they, you know, they guessed we need an outgoing personality, like all of these things. But deep down, 
And here's the answer. The number one skill that you need if you want to work in PR is your writing ability. Yeah, writing. A lot of people think of PR as, you know, we're out going to cocktail parties and mixing and mingling, and it's just a job where you make friends. And yeah, it's amazing what people think that PR actually is, and they have no freaking clue about how much work it is. In fact, I did an episode It's our number one most listened to episode so far. You know, we just started the podcast this year. So, um, but it's our number one listened to episode and it is the biggest misconception about what PR actually is. Um, So if you haven't listened to that one yet, I'd really encourage you to go back to listen to that because it breaks down like what, what PR people do on a daily basis So that's a really great episode uh, and hopefully that's been valuable if you've listened to it, but let's go back. So writing, writing is the number one skill that you need to work in this industry and people scratch their head at that. And I think, again, I think it goes back to people don't understand what we actually do, but why, why is writing so important in public relations? Well, one, I mean, you're going to be writing press releases, um, blurbs that are going to go into the media, things like that. So, A, it is incredibly important that your, you know, grammar, your writing style, that you understand AP style. Uh, So writing press releases will be um, or potentially could be a big part of your job. Also, sometimes when you're doing some pitching, I mean, obviously your writing needs to be on point when you're pitching, but... Sometimes you'll get an opportunity and they'll say, hey, we can, you know, run a story on your client if you can write up, you know, 600 words for us and you have to be able to generate the story. And there are so many times with press releases and editorial stories uh, that a media outlet that we pitch to, they actually take our story and copy and paste it into their publication word for word. I'm cool with that. In fact, I love that because it allows me to write exactly like I control the narrative, right? And instead of giving it to someone else who doesn't really know the client as well, they allow us to write that. Thank you. So I control the narrative. It's a beautiful thing. But if you send them a story and it's a hot mess or it's just not captivating, it's not interesting, there's a chance that you're kind of losing trust with them. So a lot of my media contacts really love working with us because they know they can come to me at the very last minute and say, I had this opportunity pop up. Can you write a story on or or they'll say what you got? What do you have going on? I have, you know, a spot left for a story and something else fell through. And so I've got this opportunity, but I need you to turn it around to me in 24 hours you know, do you or any of your clients, what well, what's going on? You know, anything cool happening? And then I can like quickly be like, oh, we've got a client that's doing this. What if I wrote a story on this? And they, they're like, love it, do it. So sometimes you're on a short timeline and you have to bang out an article of a thousand words or something like that about your client or your business, you know? So over time, I love that we've built that trust with them because they know that our writing is going to be solid enough They can literally copy and paste it if they want to. Uh, So there's all kinds of tasks that go in, you know, to to working in PR that involve, you know, creative writing. Um, But it's it's not all about grammar. I am a nutcase, honestly, about grammar. Poor grammar makes me crazy. I'm going to go on a tangent for just a moment. Um, So I told you guys I get a lot of resumes this time of year. 
I'm talking hundreds. I get a lot. So I have people fill out on my website. If you go to besocially.com, we actually have two um, job openings right now. So when people uh, submit their resume before they submit it, I make them fill out a questionnaire uh, that asks them all kinds of questions just about why they think they're a good fit for the job. How are they with time management? Just stuff like that. And it is valuable information. I do want to know their thoughts, but I'm also looking at their writing skills. And some of the people, what they submit is just so absurd to me. They, they submit, the first question is, what's your name? Some people don't even capitalize the first letter in their name or their last name. And I'm just like, oh, geez. Oh, God. Um, or they skip questions and I'm like, mm, okay, done. You're, you're X'd off. But throughout those questions, I look at their grammar to see how are number one, punctuation, spelling, and overall grammar. Is that correct? Number two, though, does like their writing flow? Are they writing really short, choppy sentences? You know, like, I like social media. Social media is the most effective way to reach people. Social media is a great way to market your business. You know, like all these short little elementary sentences, I look at your writing style. So anyone out there who's listening to this, if you've applied with us, or if you're looking to apply with us, just know I'm giving you some insight right here. I read those. I read those. And when I start, you know, I start at the top and I go down and the moment I start seeing like crap writing style and their answers, I don't even read the rest. I never even open their resume. I don't care. If your writing sucks, I can't hire you. <laughs> I don't know how more direct I can be with anyone. If your writing sucks, you will never make it in the PR industry. So, um, but it is so funny to me how when people are applying for a job, you would think they would be like on their best behavior, checking every, you know, sentence, dotting every I, crossing every T, rereading what they write. No. People are literally like scribbling down fragments, incomplete sentences. Uh, I love when it's like one of the questions is, what's your, you know, how would you rate your attention to detail? And in there, there's already like, I can see all these grammatical errors throughout their writing. And then they give themselves a 10 on, I pay attention to detail. And I'm like, uh, okay, obviously, um, no, <laughs> obviously you're not self-aware, because uh, you need to go back and reread everything you just wrote. So that's a total sidebar. I mean, that's about the application process. But just know, like, your writing is the number one thing. I feel like I can teach people other stuff. I can teach people the the little nuances of social media. I can teach people, um, you know, how to run social media ads. I can teach people... Um, all kinds of things, lots of skills like can be taught and tasks can be taught. But the one thing I can't fix is crappy writing. Like that's something you learn at a very young age, how to come like, you know, write complex sentences, how to use grammar, punctuation. And if you at this point in your life, if you don't have it, you don't have it. And that is too elementary for me to go back and try to start to teach someone that. I love teaching my team members things, but grammar is something you should learn in the second grade. So I don't even know where I left off. So, oh, okay. So I said, you know, why is writing so important? A, you're going to be writing press releases. Sometimes you're going to be writing articles, but it's not all about grammar. Okay. 
So when you are pitching somebody, maybe you're pitching a writer to cover your hotel or a potential sponsor for a big women's conference, you get one shot, okay? You literally have about two sentences to get them interested. This is the same in press releases too. You have two sentences to get someone interested in what you're talking about or they're deleting your email. Done. And if they also, if they open the email and it's like 10 miles long of 26 paragraphs, uh uh-uh, nobody's reading that. So you get two sentences to engage somebody. Those sentences like have to be interesting. They have to be informative. They have to be intriguing like all at once. So, you know, you can't overload the email. It needs to be short and sweet, okay? So, you know, it's more in PR about just writing style. It's like the strategy of how this email is written. Um, So you got to have a plan. So pitching somebody is not always like a one email thing. You know, you email them one time and then you don't hear back from them and you're like, oh, well, okay, well, guess they're not interested. No, if you, you know, in the PR world, you have to be like really hungry. You have to be the queen or king of follow-up, okay? So you have to actually like kind of plan like a drip of emails. So, and in each one of these emails, there can only be one point to the email. You can't ask them, are you the correct person? Would Are you interested in this? Would you like to, you know, have us come on your podcast? Would you like, you have to have one ask, in every email. So step one, maybe you reach out to them and, you know, you ask, are you the right point of contact for sponsorship for this company? You know, we, and then in, you ask them one question and then you have one sentence that says, we're planning an event that's going to have a thousand entrepreneurs in Phoenix, Arizona this October. uh, And we'd love to talk more with you. Okay, so we kept it really short. We didn't go into this whole diatribe about the event and who's going to be there and the speakers and how much it costs and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. The whole point is, is are you the right person to talk to about this? I'm planning, you know, very high level, something impressive. I'm planning an event with a thousand entrepreneurs in Phoenix this fall. Would love to talk more with you. Super, super to the point. Okay, step two, you got to give them, you know, let's say, one of two things is going to happen after that first email. They're either not going to respond. If so, you follow up. If you can get a phone number too, God, you know, that's definitely a way to get a hook on people. Um, you you follow up with them. I usually say like three to four days. Um, and then step two, you would give them more. If they write back and say, yes, I am the right person. You give them more info. That's when you have a little bit more chance to like, but you still can't make it super long though. Don't be sending them six paragraphs. Okay. You get to give them a little more info, you know, oh, the event is this and that is here are the dates. Here's the location. You know, we have several different sponsor opportunities. Would you like to discuss? And if they write back and say, no, I'm the wrong person, then you say, can you hook me up with the right person? Again, you know, so PR writing is so important because you have such a limited moment to engage somebody before they just write you off, you know? So there's really like an art to learning how to like leave a little breadcrumb trail out to get somebody engaged with your writing. So you also have to know, you know, that what you're writing is positioned to the person that you're talking to. 
So, you know, if you are pitching someone really, really upscale, you got to keep that in mind. You know, I wouldn't hit them with something super casual like, yo, you know, you've got to meet them where they're at. Right. Speak in their language. Um, and also just know, you know, maybe you're pitching a lot of different angles for one person or one business. Okay. I've got an example. We were doing a podcast for, uh, this group called lady change makers, really awesome organization. In fact, I'm going to have her on the podcast in a few weeks. Uh, Jess, if you're listening, um, we're going to make it happen. Uh, so lady change makers is a platform. It's like a website. Think of it like an Amazon where people can, you can go on and buy products and stuff, but it's all women owned businesses. So if you're looking to support a woman owned business, you just go to ladychangemakers.com and like all of a sudden there's just all these like businesses, services, products, items, literally everything you can think of all owned by women. Doesn't cost you as a person to like buy anything on there at all. So we were doing a podcast tour for the founder of that. And we had kind of two different angles of like women supporting women, you know, we would want to get the message out about lady changemakers to those people who are women who want to support other women on businesses. So you've got that angle, but then also, you know, we've got the angle of she's an SEO expert. Okay. So her whole platform is helping launch SEO and get more traffic to these online businesses, uh, you know, or online, you know, driving traffic and awareness about these, you know, hundreds of women owned businesses. So I, we had to go two different routes when we were writing an email to one podcast that is very, you know, like female empowerment focused. We had to pitch Jess as, you know, the founder of lady Changemakers. you know, the whole thing was founded on the basis of wanting to support women on businesses. So we go that angle. Okay. So the email is written that way, but if we are, um, positioning her to like a business podcast, you know, to try to find more women on businesses, then we are positioning her as an SEO expert because we know that those podcasts are trying to give tactical advice to their listeners. So she's probably not going to come on there and talk about like, oh, women on businesses, you know, like if you, the woo woo side of it, if you want to support women on businesses, you know, she's going to go onto those business podcasts and she's going to talk more SEO. So you kind of got to always know who you're writing to in PR. So ultimately, I think that, you know, people get wrapped up in the fun and glitzy and sexy side of PR, and they don't realize that it is writing. It's a lot of writing every day. And also, it's a ton of follow-up. You better be super organized, have a spreadsheet of every single person you reached out to, everything, and then you got to start back at the top, follow back up to see if you want to make things happen in PR, you just got to follow up. That's why, I mean, I'm a firm believer, like PR is not that complicated. It's really not. People can do it themselves. And I know a lot of businesses that have, gosh, um, our client, Smart Sips Coffee, she got herself on a, on uh, Good Morning America, the Today Show, because she was consistent and she followed up, you know? So I do believe that people can do PR themselves. They just don't have time to do it. And they sometimes they don't understand like how to work these angles and how to find these right contacts. So you know, there is a lot of value in that, but uh, or in working with an agency for a, we already have the relationships, B, the time angle on it. But 
ultimately, uh, you know, PR is not that complicated. You just have to be able to put a lot of time into it. And your writing and your positioning has to be so spot on to get these people to engage. So if you want to work in PR out there, if you are a student getting ready to graduate, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to answer your questions if I can, you know, maybe um, send me a connection on LinkedIn. Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's the Whitney Lee. I'm always down to help you guys in any way I can. But if <laughs> if there's any advice I can give you straight up, you've got to get your grammar together. And Grammarly is not enough. Okay, Grammarly misses stuff all the time. So make sure your grammar is on point and you've got to show some great writing samples. Uh, you know, I'm never going to ever hire anyone, not for any role in my business, social media, anything. I'm not hiring them without seeing writing samples. And in fact, I've started giving people um, like little tasks to do when they get to a certain level in the interview process of, hey, I need you to write this and see what they come up with. You know, so you know, having strong writing skills, I could get on a soapbox about this all day, but hopefully this episode has been helpful for you in understanding why writing is so important. Yes, it's great to have personal communication. Yes, it's great to attend things and make contacts and become friends and everything. But ultimately, if you can't write, you'll never, ever last in this industry. You've got to be creative, engaging, tactical, and grammar, punctuation, all the above, spelling, all that needs to be on point. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you want to hear more like this, more career-based advice, take a screenshot of this episode, share it, tag a friend maybe that's looking for a job in PR. I'm always here and glad to support in any way I can. So have a great day. Thanks for tuning into this episode. If you thought the info was beneficial, it would mean so much if you take a quick second to write us a review and share it on social media. If you have a question about a topic or a specific industry you want to learn more about, reach out to us on Socialize Instagram or LinkedIn. And you can also find me personally, The Whitney Lee on Instagram. We are excited to connect with you and help you make your business more socially relevant.